0: Hello and welcome to Thoughts. I'm your host, Miranda Schroeder. Today, I am coming to you from Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. We came down here Monday night and it is now Thursday. There's a lot of construction going on in front of our resort. Our resort is on this like, so there's water on both sides. And yeah, it's just, it's a lot. There's, there's a lot going on and I'm not going to lie to you. I am sitting in the hot tub on the balcony of our suite recording this while in the hot tub. Andrew is sitting over to my right in a chair, sleeping with the baby monitor and Ryan is finally down for her nap. It has been wild trying to transition a toddler with a time change. So yeah, let's talk more about that traveling with a toddler I was so nervous I had so much anxiety leading up to this trip about traveling with Ryan I just I expected it to be a total nightmare I feel like you're on those flights and the kids are like screaming and crying and you feel so bad for the parents that's kind of what I was expecting and thankfully getting down here was so smooth she was so good I waited too long and then didn't get the best of flights, but it wasn't terrible. We flew out of Indianapolis. We had a layover in DFW. It was a very short layover, and our first flight was delayed. It was only delayed like 15 or 20 minutes, but our layover in DFW to get to fly into Cabo was super short. So when we landed, we're looking at the clock. I'm like, we're not going to make it like they're going to close the doors before we get over to the correct gate. Get off the plane, get on to the little people mover. We're like counting down the minutes. I'm like, okay, each stop takes this many seconds and we only have this many minutes left. As soon as the people mover opened, I left Andrew and Ryan in the dust like Andrew had the stroller. I just sprinted to our gate. I get up there and I'm like all stressed. They're like boarding pass and passport and I'm like oh god we made it and I like look back and Andrew and Ryan are finally like coming around the corner. We were the second to last people on the plane. I think like a couple trickled in behind us. They were also on our first leg I thought for sure we were going to miss it. We literally sat down and they closed the, the doors to the aircraft. So that was great. But we made it. We rented a car. Getting through immigration, everything super easy. Went and picked up our car at Enterprise. And then got on the road and drove to our resort. Ryan was a complete champ through all of it. So the first flight aligned with her nap time, which she really isn't a big sleeper outside of her crib. Like she's amazing at napping in her crib, but on the go naps, not really her thing. She'll nap in a car seat, but we did not want to pay a thousand dollars to get her down here when we had the option for her to still be a lap infant. So she sat on our laps for the first leg We got super lucky on the second leg. Like, the flight was pretty much empty. She took a good nap in Andrew's arms on the first leg. Had our crazy layover where we almost missed our second flight. Got on the second flight. She was awake the whole time, and she was just a little cute angel baby. Um, My mom bought her this thing called a quiet book, and that was incredible. She, like, focused on it, played with it. She loved all the little animals in there. I'll link it in the show notes. Definitely recommend if you're traveling with a toddler. We survived all the flights with no screen time. Very proud of us. Um, I was don't don't get me wrong. Like I wasn't opposed to doing screen time if we really needed to. I'm a little annoyed because it was very quiet out here, and I was like, oh, you know what? I'll just record this podcast while I'm out on our balcony. But now there's like four work trucks, a crane moving giant tubing in front of the building. So I apologize if you can hear that. I'm just gonna hope that you cannot hear that background noise. I want to mention a few of the other things that were super helpful in traveling. I did a last minute Amazon purchase because we wanted to bring her car seat. We knew we were renting a car and I just felt more comfortable using her car seat that we know is safe than a random car seat from the rental company. So I last minute bought a bag for the car seat to go in where you could, um, it had like backpack straps, so you could sling it over your back, which yes, we checked the car seat, which can be checked for free. Um, like I said, if your child is under two, they can also l- sit on a parent's lap for free if you don't want to get them their own seat. So we opted to do that um the second leg of our flight we got so lucky like no one was on the flight so ryan had her own seat which was amazing but i mean she ended up on our laps for half the time anyways but it was nice to like set her on her seat and then if she wanted to climb back on our laps we would take her it was nice just having the option and for all of the crap we had with us back to helpful items okay so we bought the car seat bag like I said, you check it, but getting it like from parking the car and then getting all our suitcases, bags, and the car seat from like the car to be checked is always a hassle. So that was super helpful. Um, and like when we got off the plane in Cabo, we had to get all of our bags and transfer the car seat through, um, customs and whatnot. So it was really nice to be able for Andrew to be able to like sling that over him. And then we brought our, we have a little like folding, like I would say what I would consider a nice umbrella stroller that we bought about a year ago, specifically for traveling. It's a really small compact light, um, closes up really fast. That is key. Like I would not want to bring our full size stroller on vacation. So that guy has been lovely. I specifically got one that has a little sling pouch in the bottom of the stroller just to throw like extra shoes, a water bottle, just small little stuff um, is super nice. I also have the little cup holder pocket thing that goes across like the handlebars so that I can put her, Ryan's juice cup, snacks, like my water bottle, having it right there. Super convenient when you only have so many hands and you're either like out and about while you're at your destination or through the airport or whatever. We do use our stroller also in the airport, so we take it down the bridge, and they just grab it from you as you're getting on the plane, and then same thing when you're getting off the plane, and we got super lucky. Both times when we were getting off the plane, like, they instantly had the stroller there. We didn't even have to wait for it. Super convenient. 10 out of 10. Recommend. Um, when Ryan was a little smaller, it was easier to just put her in the baby bjorn, but She's getting way too big and way too heavy for that thing. So stroller worked out perfectly. Then there was the whole element of like, can a baby be at a nice resort? So when we booked this resort, I asked a lot of questions like, is there a kiddie pool, a kid area? Like are kids allowed at the pools? What about the restaurants? Um, I really didn't want to have to check a pack and play too. It was just one more thing we were going to have to carry through the airport. So the resort did provide a crib (laughs) when we got here and walked in the room. Like we needed to get Ryan down immediately. It was way past her bedtime, especially with the time change, which I'll talk about. But I took one look at the crib and was like, what the hell is that? It's tiny. It's old. It like folds up. Don't the mattress is like maybe a little suspicious. Uh, We have the Newton baby mattress at home. So it's like if for some reason your baby were to like, roll face first into the mattress, they can breathe through it. So I've always felt like really calm and relaxed about Ryan sleeping in her crib. And when we got here, I was like, what the heck? I mean, it was a baby crib mattress, but they, instead of having a fitted sheet, they took just a normal flat sheet and like folded it around the mattress and like tucked it in. I was like, "Mm, I don't know about that. Thankfully, I mean, Ryan's like 19 months old, so I wasn't too concerned, but if it was a small baby, I definitely wouldn't have felt comfortable with the baby sleeping in the crib. So maybe just ask more questions if you're planning to use a crib that you rent or a crib that's from a resort or hotel, because like I said, if Ryan was really tiny, I don't think I would have felt comfortable with her sleeping in that crib. I bought one book in the airport, a novel, which I never read novels. I always read like self-help books or business books, but I was like, I'm going on vacation. I want to read a novel and I never had time to order anything before we left. So I just picked up a novel in the airport. Um, I thought no way I was even going to get through one novel because I have a toddler on vacation But she's been so well behaved like I got through almost half the book just on her flight here and then I completely finished the next thing the following day so read a novel in two days which seems crazy definitely did not think that was going to happen it was so good Um, it was called The Wife Upstairs and now the author's name is escaping me but I will link it in the show notes. It was like just a super relaxed, chill, very simple book, but it had some like twists and turns, some romance, mystery. Really liked it. It was a super easy read. It kept me reading. My only complaint about it was the ending. I felt like the ending was a little bit of a cliffhanger and I needed more closure. They alluded to like a more closure at the end, but we didn't exactly get it that was my only complaint. Uh, otherwise, I would 100% percent recommend that as just like an easy, relaxing novel read. But now I'm mad that I didn't get more books. And so I stole Andrew's Jay Shetty book, Think Like a Monk. And I'm reading that now because I don't have anything else to read. A lot of people asked me if we were taking our au pair with us on this vacation. And sometimes we do travel with our au pair and it's lovely. It just gets really expensive because they have to have their own room and then you're paying for like their food and drinks for an entire week. You're paying for their airfare. It's just really, really expensive. And this trip, actually, my mom was the Complete instigator for this trip. She was like, Hey, I really want to go to Cabo. I want to go with you guys. Like, I'll come and help with Ryan. So, not only is my mom here, but my grandma's here as well. And that has made this trip just so much easier because we have four adults and one baby, and we're able to kind of like. Hand off the monitor. You go do what you want to do. Like, I'll watch her while she's sleeping. Or if you guys go out to dinner, like, we'll stay back at the resort um, and help with Ryan. So that has been amazing. I don't think we would have enjoyed this trip nearly as much if it was just Andrew, Ryan, and I. Just because we would be full-on parenting overdrive 24-7 and around water. Like, it's so exhausting watching your kid around water. I can't imagine watching multiple children around water, especially with just Andrew and I, it's just like, you have to be on high alert, constantly watching them at all times. Like you can't look away for even a second. So that's just mentally exhausting. We have been so tired by the end of every day. Um, and then the time change I mentioned, so it's not a crazy time change. It's like we're three hours, uh, let's see behind here. So it's three hours later at home. And when we first got the first day we got here, Ryan was really messed up. She woke up super early because it would have been like her normal time to wake up at home. and then she napped super early and it took us a couple days, but we just like slowly shifted the times that she was going to sleep. And now she's, let's see, we got here Monday, it's Thursday we got here Monday night. So Monday didn't really count. We had like Tuesday and Wednesday. Today's Thursday and she's fully on Cabo time, which is awesome because now we can go about our day in a normal way. Like we're not trying to eat lunch at like nine o'clock, like 9 a.m., nine in the morning because that's what was happening on Tuesday and kind of yesterday. Like yesterday, we had started transitioning a little bit closer to Cabo time, but That was super weird. So that would be my recommendation for sleep. Like if your kids have a very solid like wake up time. I'm sorry. The hot tub does this like weird gurgling thing when it sucks in water. Like it's so loud. Sometimes it wakes me up in the middle of the night and it like makes you jump. You're like, is somebody out there? I don't know if you heard that, but it freaked me out. What I was saying though, if your kids wake up at like a certain time and go to bed at a certain time, nap at a certain time, like just show slowly, shift that time each day closer and what's lovely is okay it's thursday now ryan is perfectly on a cabo schedule (laughs) and now when we get home we're gonna have to like reverse it back the other way which we get home monday night um andrew and i always take tuesdays off and then ryan goes to her very first day of school wednesday so i hope we can get her transitioned back to like a normal schedule by wednesday cannot believe she's going to her very first day of school. I'm so nervous. I'm a little heartbroken because she's growing up so fast, but I'm also super excited for her. Um, we do still have her, our au pair. So it's not, school wasn't like a necessity, but she's getting to the age where I feel like it's so important for her to have like socialization and like structure, like instructions and listen to an instructor and follow other adults. So I'm really excited for that. Back to vacation though. Let's see. What have we done so far? So we got here Monday night and one of our really good friends, like one of our best friends has been living down here for months, getting his company off the ground. And we messaged him when we got in. He was like, Hey, like, let me pick you up and we'll go get tacos. So my mom watched Ryan. Once we put her down, we went and got some like roadside street tacos. Amazing. Uh, And then he took us to this really cool farm that had this awesome, like, super upscale, like, rooftop bar and, like, poolside dining on this tiny little farm up this, like, dirt trail. Um, It was so pretty, so cool. We're actually going to go back there tonight for dinner. We made a big dinner reservation for all of us super excited about that. Um, if I could pronounce the name and remember it off the top of my head right now, I would tell you. I'll ask Andrew and find a link to their um, social media and drop it below. Tuesday, Andrew and I had a reservation at Acre Baja, and it's an amazing farm. You go over to San Jose del Cabo and then you go up into the mountains again on like a very interesting like hard-packed dirt road and then it just like pops you up into the middle of nowhere into this gorgeous lush farm and when you walk back to the restaurant you're literally on like beautiful cement pavers and it's like a jungle there's just like gorgeous manicured like palms and all these leaves and you're just like walking back into a jungle And all the little villas and tree houses or whatever you call them, there's like paths that jet off into like their little villas and whatnot. You can't even see them. Like it's such a jungle. Like you can't even see the villas. You have to like walk on little paths and it's just for the guests. So you don't get to go back there. But when you get to the end of the main path, it pops out at their restaurant was just absolutely incredible. Like, the lighting as you're like walking up to it, the staircase, like the bar, there's like vines growing over top of you. You're just like in the jungle, but then it's this like super elevated like menu and setting. So good. The food was incredible. Um, I had a steak. Andrew had a shrimp pasta. We had some fresh oysters. I got a mocktail, which was really yummy. Andrew had a glass of wine. We had a little chocolate raspberry cake for dessert with coffees to go. I would love to stay there on the property at Accra, but um, it's not by the beach. So if you're a beach person, you want to be like super close to the ocean, I wouldn't recommend it. However, their wedding space is incredible. Obsessed. I follow all the weddings that get posted at that place so that was Tuesday. Uh, let's see Wednesday. Yesterday we did a brunch at one of the hotels that we've always liked. Um, we've been coming down here for quite a few years. Um, but the Cabo surf hotel has an amazing view, gorgeous beach. It is swimmable. It's a little surf hotel, very small quaint, but the food is amazing. The views are incredible. That's like my third time there. I'm not going to lie. It's hard to go somewhere else when you find such an amazing place. And then tonight I mentioned we have the the reservations at that restaurant, which again, I will look up the name. And then I'm super, super excited for tomorrow because Andrew and I are going back and having dinner at Flora Farms where we got married, which I cannot believe. That's been almost four years ago. So crazy to me. We're going back there. We have a reservation for dinner for just the two of us. My mom and my grandma are going to stay with Ryan. Actually, no, not my grandma. My grandma's leaving Friday. Um, so my mom is going to stay with Ryan for us to go to Flora Farms. If you're in Cabo, you also have to go there. People compare Accra and Flora Farms because they're both like farms. They, you literally take the same dirt road up the mountain to get to both of them. Like You pass Flora on the way to Accra and people compare them but i honestly do not think they can be compared they're two totally different settings two totally different vibes Accra is much more like a little stuffier more trendy and flora farms is like super cute and like down to earth is how i would describe the difference between the two but when we were having dinner at Okra, the table next to us, he kept saying so much better than Flora Farms. And I'm probably a little biased because we got married at Flora Farms, but Flora just seems a little more casual and down to earth than Acra. Like Acra is like very, very trendy. So I don't know. It just depends on your vibe. We like them both for completely different reasons. But I'm very excited for that. And then Saturday, we are going to go on a sunset cruise and hopefully see some whales. Because it is whale season. And the whales are insane. Like, you can literally see whales just go stand out on our balcony. And whales are, like, you can see them blowing. And, like, we saw, I think it was two days ago. Is it Tuesday, maybe? We saw like whales breaching like six or seven times. And the breaching is like when they come up fully out of the water, like you would see in a movie or in a photo, they like come up and then they like, they like smack back into the water on their side. And it makes this huge splash seven times. I am not even kidding you. Andrew was like, it's breaching, it's breaching. And I was like, I don't believe you, whatever. Are you sure? And then I ran out to look and sure enough, it, it had to be multiple whales because it happened so many times, like no way one whale was breaching that many times in that short of a time frame. I don't know, but it was absolutely incredible. Uh, this resort, I our rooms are so beautiful. One of probably the nicest suites we've ever stayed in. But I don't know that I would come back to this resort. The views are incredible. The rooms are incredible. I feel like the people aren't as friendly as we've experience staying at other places in the area um yeah i don't know the food's not as good like i don't we've been mostly going off-site to eat just because there's so many little gems around here that i don't really want to eat resort food this resort does have an option to do an all-inclusive but i've honestly never done one we're just kind of foodies and we like to seek out the little the little gems like we're not afraid to get in the car and drive to them so didn't didn't go that route. There is an extremely beautiful chapel here on the resort grounds, which I think the resort is kind of known for this chapel. It's like right on a rocky point, like way up at the top of a hill and you have to like climb a pretty steep like path to get up there. So Ryan and I walked up there this morning. The views from there were absolutely incredible. There's like a lighthouse behind it. Um, And they actually do weddings in that little chapel, which there was one going on the night we got here. You could like see them all sitting outside the chapel, like waiting for the bride and groom to come up. Super cool. So many cool places to get married down here. If anybody wants to get married down here, like please hire me and I will gladly give you a discounted rate for me to plan your wedding in Cabo. I did plan ours down here. I'd be happy to plan yours. I already have like four venues off the top of my head that I would kill to work at. So if that's you, you want to get married in Cabo, you just hit me up. You let me know. We'll work something out. All right. Well, I've probably bored you to death with all this talk about our vacation. Um, It was much, much needed. I have been so stressed with work and I was really nervous to take this much time off and be out of the country. And of what I'm doing this year is just setting boundaries that I am a human and I have to have time where I am not constantly bending over backwards for everyone and their brother like I need me time where I am in a bubble where I cannot be contacted so I've ran into a couple things just since I've been down here that were super stressful people being like this is an emergency I need this right now and I'm like you really don't if that was the case I would have taken care of it before I left. But I've been doing my best to just hand it over to my team. Um, Allie and Savannah are back in the office taking care of things for me. And that makes me feel really good. I know everybody's in good hands. But I really hope that I can do more of this. More disconnecting throughout the year. Because it is imperative to avoid just burning out. And just crashing so hard into the ground. Like up. Exploding into flames. Because... Owning a business is not for the faint of heart and constantly I'm looking back thinking about why I started this business and the whole reason I started this business was for more freedom, more time, the ability to be able to focus on my family. Like that's what was important to me and I've completely lost that in my business. So I want to get back to that and find a way where I can get closer to those goals, closer to those values things that I care about, closer to those, the reasons, the why, why I started my business and gosh, having my team has been a huge part of that. Like I, I would be having a mental breakdown if it weren't for them back at home. So I'm making a huge commitment to that this year. And this is just the beginning of it. We're only in January and I hope I stay true to myself and continue this idea of disconnection throughout the year. I didn't really mean to go off on a tangent about that but again this is just quick update a quick life check-in of what we're doing what's going on this week and uh yeah i'm gonna get back to my hot tubbing and my think like a monk book and i will catch you next week on tuesday to be exact all right until next time cheers my friends